Welcome to The Cindy Rushton Show. Encouraging, empowering, and equipping as you step into your calling and life purpose. Here is your hostess, Cindy Rushton. Well, hello, sweet friend. How are you today? I hope you've had an amazing week. My week has been amazing. I've had some sweet time with the Lord. I've had some sweet time with family. I've dug into another term with school. And boy, boy, everything is pointing to the same thing, down to the fact that it's kind of amazing that this topic was planned for the podcast. And this is exactly the topic that God has been really digging into with me. Well, you probably saw the title of it. We're going to talk about vision this week. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. But before we dig in, I want to just invite you to hop over to my website at thecindyrushtonshow.com. Check out how you can connect with me. You can connect with me by email. You can connect with me through your favorite podcast service. In fact, this week I am celebrating. I am officially on Pandora. So you can even find me in Pandora. You can find me at Google. You can find me at Apple Podcast. You can find me at Audible. You can find me at Stitcher, on and on and on. So I want to invite you to connect, subscribe, Maybe even hop into your favorite app and leave me some feedback. You know, the way that we build our following is when my dear friends like you go in and you leave that feedback. It really matters. Also, I do want to mention that I am at YouTube. You can find the show each week there as well. It's found at my YouTube channel, which you can find at cindyrushton.com forward slash YouTube. Follow there. Leave me some feedback there. You know, that really also helps that channel to grow as well. As we're digging into today's show, our topic this week is get the vision. Guys, I believe that this is a wonderful, wonderful topic for this time of year. And of course, I am recording it in January. So if you just thought, yeah, it is, and it's August, you are spot on correct. Actually, We should be all about dreaming, getting the vision, daring to set goals, make new fresh resolutions every single day of the year. Yeah, because you know what? Every single day we get a new beginning. That's how God made it. So can I ask you right now in particular, are you daring to dream? Are you dreaming this week? Are you looking back, looking ahead? Are you seeking God for his plan for today and tomorrow and what's coming up? Are you daring to set goals and resolutions, dreams, vision that are going to be before you in your life? Or are you just plain skeptical and cynical and you think, my goodness, Cindy, it is it is January, the end of January, for those of you who are getting this right on time with your subscription. Or maybe you're saying, Cindy, it's May, June, July, August, whatever month it is that you hear this replay. And you're thinking, what? Where does that come from? Well, you guys, I was in a group just recently and several were so excited about what God was showing them. However, there was a large majority of people who were so discouraged by the past year 
and all of the news and all of the current circumstances that they could not even think about what they would want for this next year. They were actually, quite frankly, scared about what was going to happen this coming year. Do you relate with that one? Well, this is exactly why God gives us community. This is exactly the purpose of this particular podcast. You know, I, it reminds me so much of the verse that is found in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. In that passage, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, the word vision in this passage to me is very, very interesting. It means prophetic vision. That means like vision of the night. It's that mental sight the, the dream, the, an oracle or a divine communication, like really the picture here is from God. It's revelation, having revelation. The, the same verse in the Septuagint is written this way. It says, where there is no prophetic seer or interpreter. Yeah, where there's no prophetic seer or interpreter, the people perish. Listen to it in the Passion Translation. It says it like this. It says, where there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. Now, this is actually more accurate and it's more descriptive for our language so we can truly understand this passage and its truth. The word perish above has an interesting meaning too. The Septuagint says it this way. The people become lawless. Strong's would develop this word as they go back, they loosen, dismiss, they avoid, they set at naught, they let go, they let loose, they neglect, they show a lack of restraint, or they let loose of restraints. So the second part of Proverbs 29, 18 is a blessing for those who keep the law or the direction or instructions or prophetic teaching or messianic instruction. Does this excite you? It sure inspires me. Here's what God's saying to me. Apart from seeking and setting that vision from God in front of us, where we see mentally what he has, he has for us or where we dream for the things that he wants for us, we're going to miss the blessings God has for us. We're going to go back on them. We're going to dismiss them. We're going to let them go. We're going to let loose and we're going to just live loosely, not I'm not talking about immorally necessarily, but I'm talking about without restraint, without, without a purpose. Okay, now are you with me on this? So yeah, without vision, we just go back to our defaults. Have you ever seen it happen? I was talking about this just today about myself. One of my areas that I struggle in is getting fit and healthy. And do I struggle? Well, like at the times where I've been my fittest and my healthiest, I sure didn't. It was a no-brainer. I had a vision of where I was going. I was not going to let anything get in the way. I didn't go back on my commitment at all. Like, I knew that if I, if I did not move forward, I was not going to be able to grasp on to everything God had for me. You wouldn't believe this. In three months, I dropped like 77 pounds. Three months. That's not even healthy in the world's eyes, you know? But here's what happened. I could see it before me. Every step I took was purposeful. 
Every bite I took was purposeful. I, I made no excuses. But then, <laughs> and this is exactly what's happened to me two different times in my life. And it's what resulted in me being right where I am. The vision, I, I moved it out from in front of me. I started making excuses. Okay. I went away from the things that I knew that were keeping me on this narrow path. I didn't see a vision for it anymore. And you know what? I let it go. I didn't grasp on to the blessings that it had for me. I stopped doing the hard thing and I went back to the default. What I thought was the easy way. Oh, it's never easy, by the way. Hey, without a vision, we just go back to our defaults. Have you ever seen it happen? Come on. Without a vision, we loosen our resolves. No wonder so few of us reach for dreams, much less actually attain them. It's because we lack vision. And as a result, we loosen our resolves. Without vision, we dismiss the precious, the things that really, really matter to us. How often do we just let things go and We know it means a lot to us, but we just can't quite make it happen. We will sacrifice, we compromise on the thing that really, really matters. How many of us truly hear a prophetic word and we grasp onto it until it's our possession? It's our reality. It's our life. How many of us grasp onto the promises that are in the Bible until they are our literal possession? Well, guess what? That's exactly what happens when we lack vision. Yes, when we lack vision, we start going back to our default. Without vision, we place very little value upon the things that God wants for us. And I'm saying this knowing I love God. I believe you do too. But you know what? Without a vision, I believe that our values shift. We simply let go of what God's calling us to do now, and we loosen up on it, yeah, and we set very loose, very superficial plans. We tend to go a easy way. What I'm saying is this is really not the easy way, because when I think of the easy way, I think of it being God's way, but it's actually a lax way. It's that default. It's that space where we are compromising where we're not grasping on to the things that really, really matter. We neglect the dreams because the dreams require hard work. The dreams require that we, that we set our face on that and we don't turn away, that we, we work to get that into our life. It means that we let go of the comfort zones. Yeah. Yeah. But what do we do? We set very loose, superficial plans. We neglect the dreams and we just go along as if we don't have any direction, instruction, or prophetic instruction or revelation. Yeah, because that's without vision. Without vision, we avoid the new, the bigger, the next thing. Oh, yeah. You guys, I'm, I'm all up in my own mail right now. 
But you know what? This is what happens to us all when we lack vision. We avoid the new. We avoid the bigger. We avoid the stretch. We avoid the getting out of the comfort zone and moving into that new space. The next thing we don't dream and we don't receive. My friend, dreams come from a lot of hard work. We can't get there without daring to dream in the first place. Yes, there are many who still challenge us to dream, to pause to get a vision, or even reach for resolutions, but there's also something about our culture that resists dreaming and getting vision. I'm talking about vision being a real moral compulsion to move forward. That even challenge us to not even set resolutions. To not even go for writing down the vision or creating vision boards. Yeah, this culture's moved so far away from visions and dreams. Our culture's also moved away from God. But look at the word. In Numbers 12, 6, it says this. I love this. It says, And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him. Get this. In a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. Look at Hosea twelve ten. It says, "I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets." Look at Psalm sixteen seven. It says, "I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my mind." The inner man instructs me in the night. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that passage above from Proverbs 29, 18? Well, look at Job 33, 14 through 18. It says, For God speaketh once, yes, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls, falleth upon men and slumberings upon the bed then he openeth the ears of the men and sealeth their instruction that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man he keepeth back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword fast forward to acts 2:17 this is a word being fulfilled literally in our day it says and it shall come to pass in the last days saith god I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. The Bible's full of dreamers. It's through dreams that God has always done great things. Go back to Genesis 15. Look at verses 12, 13, and 18. It says, And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. And God said to Abram, In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Okay? Yeah, it was during Abraham's dreams that God made a covenant with him. In fact, look at Jacob and how God established his covenant with Jacob. He transformed his whole life through his dreams. Look at Joseph, who was perfectly positioned to be used by God because his dreams, get this, his dreams and his gifts for interpreting dreams. Look at Solomon in 1 Kings 3. 
It says in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give thee. And give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this? Thy so great a people. And then he continues, Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that none like thee before thee, and neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. Okay? Look at Nebuchadnezzar. You remember in Daniel 2, 1, and verse chapter 4, 10, and verse 18? Go look those up. God not only forewarned him, but also he used that particular dream to forewarn all empirical leaders throughout the rest of time. And by the way, he used a dreamer, Daniel, to interpret that dream for him. There were lots of people that were surrounding Nebuchadnezzar, but God used his man to interpret that dream. Think about that. Look at how Saul knew God had left him and was not leading him anymore. In 1 Samuel 28, 6, and also in verse 15, it said, And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by the Urim, nor by the prophets. Look on down there in verse verse 15. It said, And Samuel said to Saul, Why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I'm sore distressed for the Philistines make war against me and God has departed from me and answers me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore, I've called thee that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. (laughs) There are so many other times in scripture among the godly and even those who were not godly. Think about Laban in Genesis 31, 24. Yeah. Yeah. Gideon in Judges 7, Abimelech in Genesis 20, verses 3 through 7, Pharaoh's chief butler and baker in Genesis 40, um, specifically in verse 5. What about the Pharaoh in Genesis 41, 1 through 8? What about the Midianites in Judges 7, 13? The wise men from the east in Matthew 2, verse 12. And Pilate's wife, yeah. In Matthew 27, 19, what about Joseph in Matthew 1, verses 20 through 21, and Matthew 2, 13, and Matthew 2, 19 through 22? What about Cornelius's vision in Acts 10, 3 through 6? Or Peter's vision in Acts 10, 10 through 16? Or even Paul's visions and dreams in Acts 16, 9, 23, 11? 28, 23 through 24. Yeah, there are many, many times in scripture among the godly or even those who are not so godly that God revealed a vision, a path, a plan to them through their visions and dreams. So I want to ask you, what is your dream? Are you daring to dream? Are you daring to dream big? What do you want for your life next year? In the next 12 months, what do you want? What is your vision for the next 12 months? Do you hear a word? Do you see a picture? Do you hear God calling for you in an area of your life? 
my sweet friend, you have a clean slate right in front of you. It's, it's like a clean blank journal awaiting you. You have a whole year of possibility, a whole five years of possibility, a whole 10 years of possibility. You've got potential. You can stretch into that new thing. You don't have to stay where you are today. You have opportunities. You have opportunity. What is God saying to you? What is he wanting for you to hear? Will you hear him? My sweet friend, he has sweet, sweet treasures awaiting you. He has sweet counsel for you today. Yes. Oh, yeah. Psalm 73, 24 says it this way. You lead me with your secret wisdom. And following you brings me into your brightness and your glory. My sweet friend, I hear God calling us in Psalm 32, verses 8 through 9. He says, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing you and guiding you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. So don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn. When I take you where you have not been before, don't make me tug you and pull you along. Just come with me. My sweet friend, I hear him saying this to you today. He's right there close to you. Right there. Yeah. He says, I'm closer than a brother. Yeah. He's right there. That's why he's asked you to receive him inside of you. He's right there with you. He's a with you God, a God who's going with you all along the way. He doesn't leave you. He doesn't forsake you. He doesn't say this one's on you. No, and he wants to instruct you and guide you so you know specifically that this is the pathway for your life. It's not a surprise. He's right there with you. He's not going to leave you alone. Just what does that mean to you? You know, when I think of that, I realize that this is not on Cindy. This is not on you. He's right there with us. He's going to be close to us no matter what we face. You don't have to be afraid of your future because he's right there with you. He's going to be close to you. He's going to instruct you. He's going to guide you along good paths. This reminds me of Jeremiah 29. I absolutely love that passage in the message. It says here, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, when you come and you pray to me, I will listen. When you come looking for me, you will find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and you want it more than anything else, I will make sure you won't be disappointed. God's decree. Can I just ask you, soak that in. This is God's word for you. And he's, again, going back to Psalm 32, 8 through 9. He says, I'm going to stay close to you. I'm instructing you and guiding you all along the pathway for your life. I will advise you 
all along the way, and I will lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. So don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn. When I take you where you've not been before, can I tell you, you're going to go this year places you've never, ever been before. This is, this is how we go from glory to glory to glory. We don't just stay where we are. We don't just stay stagnant. It reminds me of the children of Israel as God led them through the wilderness. He led them again, you probably remember the story, as a pillar of fire by night and as a cloud by the day. But he led them each and every step of the way. And can I tell you, he's not going to take you where you've been before, but you can have absolute confidence in where he's taking you. He has good plans for you. Again, let's go back to that Jeremiah 29 passage. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. I want you to listen to this in the Amplified Version. It's so good. But here it says here, For I know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you. Now just think about this. I I want you to stop for just a moment and hear God speaking to you. He says, I know the thoughts I have for you. They're plans for peace and well-being not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Come on. This is not stuff you have to be afraid of. But also, he's going to take you where you've not been before. That's, this, is, this is a space that you've not been before. It's what you've only dared to hope for. Can you trust him? Can you let him carry you along? Can you let him loose to do in your life the things that you only dared to hope for? Today, he's wanting you to walk by faith. And faith, get this, remember what faith is? Our faith walk is when we are literally assured of the things that we've dared to hope for. Our faith is an evidence of the things we haven't seen yet. So when we're walking by faith, we're letting him take us where we have never been before. And again, going back to Psalm 32, don't make me tug you and pull you along. Just come with me. Come with me. Yeah, he says that you can know this, that he's got plans for you that are full of peace and well-being not disaster. He doesn't, he should not have to drag you along because he's wanting you to go into those things that delight you. I want to read a passage to you that is truly one of my favorite passages right now. This passage, um, many of us have, we've, we've loved it. We've loved it in many, many versions. And some of you probably know this one by heart, but do you remember Psalm 37 verses 3? Um, I believe it's through 5. I love it here. I'm going to read it in a few versions, but I believe that this is what he's wanting for us to have this year. He says in the Amplified Version, it says, Trust, rely on, and have confidence in the Lord and do good. 
dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and the petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also. He will do it. I, I want to take you to the, pa- the the version that just keeps wrecking me. It's in the Passion Translation. And this is so, 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 so good. It says here, Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart. Get this. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be secure. Can I ask you, is your heart fixed on the promises God has given you? Do you know it can be? You can depend on him. He's a good, good father. He's not going to fail you. He's not going to forsake you. You're his beloved child. He can, can you soak in that he sees you just as precious as, as he sees Jesus, his only begotten son? Because of what Jesus did, he's made you part of the family of God. You are a beloved son, a beloved daughter of his, a beloved child. And he's saying, I want you to count on me. I want you to fix your heart on my promises. Because when you fix your heart on my promises, you're going to find you're secure. You can literally feast on my faithfulness. You can count on this. It says here, make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. Oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. And he will provide for you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you will find he pulled it off perfectly. Oh, yeah. Don't make him tug you and pull you along. No, just come with him. You can trust him. Give him the right to direct your life. Give him your complete trust. And you're going to find he pulls it off perfectly for you. Yeah. Get that vision. Set that vision before you. I believe he's calling us to catch a vision. His vision. Do you know he has a vision? A good vision for you? It's so good. It's so beautiful. It's what you and only you can do. He's going to be all there all along the way. He will teach you. He will guide you. He will go places with you that you've never, ever been before. Just come along. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this. I ask you, Lord, to just plant your vision in us. Yeah. Lord, I just, I I feel in my heart that there are so, there are some who are listening today who they've been disappointed. Yes, they've been disappointed. They've dreamed before and, and as they set forth, they found so much sabotage. They found so much struggle. They found themselves under attack. They found their dreams just crumbled at their feet. And Lord, I just hear you saying that that you're asking permission to do it with them. 
You're, you're wanting to be with them. You're close to them. You're instructing. You're guiding. You've given them those dreams. And today I just see a, a call to just scoop, let you scoop them up and put them back together today. There are some that need their dreams to be put back together. Because now they've been sitting back in the wilderness, just like Moses, maybe for too many years. And they had a vision, they had a dream, but they stepped out doing it all by themselves before. And I hear you saying, it's time that you're going to go with them. You're going to give them what to say. You're going to give them what to do. They're not by themselves. You're going to instruct and guide them all along the pathway. You're going to advise them. You're going to lead them. You're going to be watching to everything they do. They don't have to be afraid. They're going to vomit again this time. And Lord, I just thank you that you're with us like this, that you know, you know us. And you don't say tough, you messed up before. But Lord, you say, step up, step into the calling. Step out in it. It's time. And I hear you saying, stop being stubborn to us. Lord, we stop. We will stop being stubborn. And we'll let you take us places we've never been before. Yeah, because we trust you. We give you the right to direct our lives, Lord. Yeah, we, we trust you. You won't have to tug us and pull us along. No, we are going to come with you. We're going to trust you all along the way because we know you. We know you are who you say you are and that you want to do things in and through us. And Lord, that we can trust you to pull it off perfectly. So Lord, we partner up. We yoke up with you. We let you lead us. And Lord, I I hear you saying you're not taking us back through the miry clay. Lord, you're taking us forward. We're taking us forward. You put us right back to the front of the line, the front of the story. Lord, all those things of the past are things of the past. We get to look forward and grasp on to everything you have for us. And I thank you that you are the God of the new beginning. You're the God of the new year. You're the God of the clean slate. You're the God of the blank story, the possibility, the potential, the opportunity, the opportunities. And God, I hear you saying that this year you're going to do great and marvelous things in and through us. You've been growing us. You've been you've been moving in us. You've been maturing us. And I hear you saying today is the day to step up and step on in. God, we give you the right. We fix our hearts on you. We fix our hearts on your word. We fix our hearts on your promises. We know that this is where we will be secure. This is where we will find our guidance. This is where we will find our instructions. This is where we will know we're hearing your voice. God, you're always faithful. You're always sure. You're always perfect. You are a good, good father. And I thank you. And Lord, I thank you. For the blood of Jesus Christ that covers us, it covers us from all of our sin. It's all as far away from us as the east is from the west. And Lord, I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus, I thank you that we can come to our Father in and through you as children. 
I thank you that you've given us that beautiful place and that beautiful position. Lord, I ask you to just work in and through us and let this year be that year that is a glory and an honor to you. Oh, Lord, we commit it all to you. We lay it all before you. We press in for everything, everything Christ died to give us. For us in Jesus' beautiful name we pray. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Well, you guys, thanks for tuning in. I pray this was a moment for you to pull aside and for the Lord to just speak to your heart. What is the vision? What is your dream? Will you dare to dream this week? Will you dare to look back and look ahead? Will you dare to seek him for his plan for the next year, for the next five years, for the next 10 years? Will you let him show you each step and will you dare to take them? Not having to be drug along, but instead just going and enjoying. I just see you frolicking. I see you dancing before him. I see you delighting because that's exactly his beautiful will for you. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing here. We're doing this thing together. You're not by yourself. The whole purpose of this podcast is so we can be encouraged, empowered, and equipped to step up to our calling and step out in our calling and our life purpose. That's what we're here for. We're in this journey together as a community. I do ask you to connect with me. Connect with me on my website, cindyrushton.com, or you can also connect through the cindyrushtonshow.com. Make sure to follow me on your favorite podcast place. Connect with me at YouTube and social media. Drop me a note so I know who you are and that you heard on the show and that that we're connected don't do this thing by yourself you are in community the church of god is alive and well and we are here as brothers and sisters doing this life thing together you don't have to do this by yourself you may have accidentally happened upon my podcast but it's no accident that you're here God wants you to be in community. He wants you to be encouraged. He wants you to be inspired. He wants you to be empowered and equipped for everything he's wanting you to do. We have lots of very practical things here. We have lots of very encouraging things. We dig in the word. Sometimes I teach hard stuff. Sometimes I teach sweet stuff. To me, this is sweet stuff. Maybe it was hard. Was it hard for you? It's been hard for me plenty of times because I have just struggled to hear God and to get his vision and to see it plain. But today, I I believe he's wanting for this to be an invitation for you to have a conversation with him, not with Cindy. He's now back up. I do believe he wants you in community. He wants us connected, but he's really wanting to speak to you. He loves you so much. So I'm so thankful you've connected Do stay connected. That's what we're here for. That's what I'm about. You can connect. I do all kinds of things. I have challenges. I have events. I have a community on Facebook and at Freedom Lake. I have my website. It is there for you. It's there for you. There's lots of encouragement. 
And there's ways to connect with me. You can connect with me um, through email. You can connect with me through social media. You can connect with me each and every week through this podcast. And by the way, this is just one of many. And there's many more to come. So let's stay connected. If you need anything this week, connect with me. Send me an email, cindyrushton at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website or whatever, however you feel most comfortable. Connect and let's do this thing. You don't have to do this by yourself. You're not alone. You're not in isolation. What did we talk about last week? If you missed that, yeah, you're not designed to be isolated. Your strength is going to be as you are positioned in the body of Christ, as you're connected. So don't do this thing by yourself. Let's stay connected. Have an amazing week, and I will see you again next week. Thanks. Have a great week. Bye. And that's a wrap for The Cindy Rushton Show. We will be back next week for another awesome show. If you can't wait until then, check out other great episodes and our show notes online at our website, cindyrushton.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our show at any of your favorite podcast services so you don't miss even one episode.